We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hi, this is Luka Doncic. Can he get it away in time on the step back? He does! He hits! He hits! And the Mavericks have won the game! Luka Doncic with a 30-footer to win it at the horn! And you're listening to the Mavs Step Back Podcast. How's it going, everybody? Welcome in to another episode of the Mavs Step Back Podcast. I'm your host, Dalton Trigg. Today, we have a very special guest. He's been on the pod before. It's been a minute since he's been back, though. Former Dallas Mavericks point guard, Dennis Smith Jr. Uh, I've been doing my best this summer uh, to try and will you back to Dallas, Dennis, because, uh, you know, everybody knows that, you know, since the Mavs lost Jalen Brunson in free agency, you know, that moves Spencer Dinwiddie up to the starting lineup with Luka, and it leaves a void, you know, a, a specific void on the bench for a secondary ball handler and uh, playmaker. So uh, the Mavs, they have a spot left, you know, for as, how many people you can bring to training camp and everything. And, uh, you know, like I said, I've been I've been uh, pining for that to happen. So hopefully something materializes before training camp starts in the next month. But uh, overall, I mean, how, you've, how have you been doing, man? What's what's this summer been like for you and, you know, just the last few years in general? Well, like you said, it's good to talk with you again. It's been a minute. Thanks for having me. And um, to be honest, this summer, this summer for me just been work, you know, like, I had tore my UCL, uh, what was it, in February, and that injury, I didn't get surgery, so I, I wasn't able to do anything basketball-wise for two months. You know what I'm saying? So, like, my my right, my shooting arm, I wasn't using it for two months. But my body was healthy, my knees felt good and everything like that. So that's a blessing for me. So I had a full off season, uh, and I'm I'm making the most out of it. I'm still making the most out of it now, like, you know, just trying to stay sharp, um, getting in these runs whenever I can with other pros. Uh, I'm healthy. I'm in shape. You know, so everything's been pretty smooth for me. It's been a, it's been a really good summer, actually. Yeah, and I mean, you know, it started – talk about your experience in the Miami Pro League because, you know, obviously your team ended up winning that whole thing. You were with Bam Adebayo and other guys like that. I mean, what was that experience like for you? And, like, have you been in similar stuff like that beforehand? Or was that, like, the first uh, the first real uh, competitive runs you've been in this summer? No, nah, I've been in competitive runs all summer. We done had uh, 
we had all kind of pros coming through. I mean, I'm in Miami. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. All the pros want to come through here. So we be having our runs, man. We the ones. Shout out my guy Ronnie. Shout out Bees. We get a lot of people through there. But the pro league, that was dope because it's under an official whistle. In a way, you know what I'm saying? Pick up a little different. Everybody can call their own stuff. But we got our whistle out there. And, uh, you know, it's dope, man. You get a reward for winning. So that was major. Yeah, and, it, you know, it's one thing. I see people on, well, not just Mav Twitter, just NBA stuff in general. You know, it's easy to overreact to workout videos and, you know, just, you know, getting up shots in a gym when nobody's around and all that. To me, it's a little bit different when you're in these open runs and you're going against, you know, high-level competition, other NBA competition. Like, for example, uh, in the most recent – thing i saw you know you're going up against donovan mitchell who just got surprisingly traded to the cleveland cavaliers the other day uh and you know you're it, it seems like you're not having any issues you know scoring on him and you know you're going head to head you know one of the best shooting guards in the game right now so when you see stuff like that you know it kind of that's why you know it kind of makes me think that you know an opportunity is coming sooner than later for you and I, you know i'm i'm biased I hope it's with Dallas, but, you know, uh, we'll see how it turns out for you. I did want to talk to you about uh, your previous experience, you know, before you left Dallas because things have changed dramatically uh, since the last time you were around. Other than, you know, you still got your guys, Luca and and uh, Dorian here, but management has changed. Nico Harrison's in charge. He's the new GM. He's doing a great job so far. Uh, Jason Kidd, he's the new head coach. Uh, mm-hmm. All the guys seem to absolutely love him. He's completely changed the defensive identity of the team. And right. that's a specific area that you have, you know, individually improved on since coming into the league. Like, you you get after it on defense. So, I mean, just from your perspective, you know, how would you fit in uh, into the, the current makeup of this team? Well, like you were saying, if – if I were to be back in Dallas, it would really be a reunion. Uh, they got Luca there. They got Doe. They still got Maxi. Um, I'm trying to think if it's any other guys I'm missing, but I know them three for sure. Dwight Powell. Uh, those people that I was close to when I was there, they still got Sham Guy. That's family. Uh, was Reggie, were you, when you were in New York, was that when Reggie Bullock was there? I was with Bully and okay. I was with Theo. You know, yeah. So those. <laughs> <laughs> Those two guys that I'm also close with in the league, um, they still got their arms on there. He just called me like three days ago. You know, we talk, we talk every month. Um, so I was like, that it would be a reunion, and I think I could fit in. Like in terms of just being a playmaker there, um, a guy that's gonna be hard nosed on the ball defender. You know, and they know I'm about winning. You know, like the people that's there, they they know what I'm about. They know I'm trying to win basketball games and nothing else is like superseding that for me. So well, and not only that, but with the with the team dynamic changing so drastically from what it was the last time you were here, you know, it's it's a different role than what was expected last time. You know, it it's like you have having that specific need for a secondary ball handler off the bench you know, to kind of be a spark plug and everything when other guys need a breather. And, you know, that's a completely different dynamic than, you know, trying to trying to force something in the starting lineup and, uh, you know, people expecting 
you know, 30 points a game or something crazy like that. So, I mean, I think that that's where I think a reunion would really benefit, you know, not just you, but the Mavs both, you know, because they have that specific need. And, you know, I think you're more than willing, you know, from everything we've talked about over the last couple of years and, you know, seeing your individual improvements, you know, it seems like you're more than willing to, uh, you know, be hard nosed and go full 110% into that role. So uh, we'll see how it goes, but yeah, it's, I mean, it's great that uh, you still keep up with these dudes and uh, that you have some connections, even from the, the Knicks days. And now they're in Dallas too. So we'll small see world. how it goes. This is small. World. I was, I was just with Dota the other day. We went out and had dinner maybe a week ago. Yeah. So yeah, we still tight like that. And, and Dorian, you know, he's, it, it still amazes me, you know, how his growth from, you know, 2016 when he first came into the league, uh, undrafted free agent, and then the way he's just continuously, you know, picked away at it and added something every every year. It, it's been great to see his growth, and I know you're proud of him too. Y'all are, y'all are like brothers, so. Yeah. Yeah, that's been but, good for me to see as well. I also think him having a – you know, he was doing good before he got there, but he really liked Jason Kidd a lot. You know what I'm saying? He really liked Kidd a lot. So I think that also helps him. Speaking of Kidd, I mean, I've seen a couple of pictures in the past, you know, where you two have been together. I think one was when you were in New York. I'm not sure what the context was there. But, I mean, how familiar familiar are you with Kidd? Like, have you have, ever had any talks, extensive talks with him before? Or, I mean, what's your – I guess, what's your NBA relationship with Kidd? I had one – conversation with kid and that's in that picture that you've seen um and he was just telling me like as a point guard how you always got to be aware like he came in and he was like uh what year did phoenix do such and such and i'm like shit i don't know <laughs> and then he was like it's right up there like and he pointed like it's right up there like you always got to be aware of your surroundings if you're a point guard like boom booms and that. i like that makes sense so now i'll be I'll be checking for that shit whenever I go places. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'll be going, I'll go somewhere and I'll be trying to look at people's banners like, okay, they want to win, you know, who got their jersey retired, just things like that, you know. That was one of the things when he came in that people talked about. And, I mean, he's changed as a as a coach since his early days coaching with uh, Brooklyn and uh, the Milwaukee Bucks. But, that, but that's one thing that, you know, people have always talked about, that he quizzes his players like that, you know, just on the spot. Sure. <laughs> Weird stuff like that. But, uh, you know, it's he's uh, he admitted that he kind of rushed into head coaching. And then the before this last season, when he spent the two years with the Lakers, he talked about how he learned a lot, you know, relating to not just the superstar players, but, you know, even – even guys on the end of the bench. And, you know, he learned a lot from Frank Vogel. And obviously it paid off because, you know, the Mavs uh, exceeded expectations for last year. They made it to the Western Conference Finals. They just ran out of gas there at the end. But, uh, I mean, I just – I don't know. I, I think I would like for you to get that that opportunity, the second opportunity, a stint in Dallas. But – I mean, look, I think it's inevitable you're going to get a, a shot, you know, somewhere, whether it's Dallas or not. So, I mean, is that kind of like is, is Dallas your preference or are you just kind of at this point just like, you know, whatever happens, happens? I would love to go to Dallas just 
off relations, relationships. Um. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. And it's just like, it's my second home. It's my, I always tell people that's my favorite city. Aside from Fayetteville and the whole country is Dallas. Because um, see, I had, really- I had it been nowhere. You got to think I played high school ball in Fayetteville. I went to NC State. That's like 50 minutes from home for me. So the first time I left home and was without my pops or my grandma was in Dallas. You know, so I turned 21 in Dallas. It's just, you know, that's my second home. So I would love that. But more importantly for me, I just want to be somewhere where I'll be able to play. You know, I still got passion for the game. Um, I'm not 32 years old. I'm not 33. I'm not 30. I'm not even 25 yet. You know what I'm saying? So I still love the hoop. Uh, I still think that I'm nice. I still want to compete and I still want to help a team. I want to impact winning. You know, I got I still got aspirations for myself that I don't really share with anybody else. But um, yeah, bro, I'm, I'm more so interested in uh, I want to be somewhere where I could play. I want to help. I want to help a team. I'm glad I'm glad you said that about Dallas specifically because every time I put something on Mavs Twitter, for the most part, I mean ninety percent of it is is all positive reactions. Like the fan base still loves you, obviously. They they want the reunion to happen too. But you know, there's always some people are just like, Well, I mean, I'm sure he would like to get an opportunity with any other team. And I keep saying, No, he would love to be back in Dallas if you know if that's on the table. You know, that that would be that would be a first choice there. So I'm glad you uh clarified that for everybody. Yeah, I would love to be back in Dallas. Just over the last couple of years, you know, since since that trade happened, I mean, I know there was a lot of stuff in the national media that got misconstrued and uh, you know, they kind of it seemed like they wanted to pin you and Luca against each other. And you've told me since day one that that was never the case. So, uh, I mean, why, why do you think that, that people were so eager to jump on that and try and pin you guys against each other? Because from, by every account, you know, from both you and Luca, you know, it seems that y'all have been pretty tight since day one. Yeah, we've been, like I said, we was neighbors. You feel me? Like, all that shit. So we was always good. So we used to see that stuff and like we never even I never felt like me and him had to speak about it because it wasn't no problems that me and him had. You know what I'm saying? It was just all stuff in the media and you know, with me, um, it's a little different because I feel like if I come out and, and if I would have came out and said anything or, or any or reacted to any of that stuff, like it would have been like 
all right, like that's that's add the fuel to the fire. And I'm like, nah, I don't want to do that. I just let people think what they think. And then eventually, the article that came out last season was like, damn, they kind of br- start bringing some things to the light. And I didn't even say any. I didn't say anything. Like, if you look at that story, all the sources, none of them shit was, came from me. I didn't say anything about it. So it's just yeah. you know, the truth. The truth gonna come to the light. Oh yeah, yeah. It always comes out, and I. I mean, you heard some rumbles here and there, you know, before there was any kind of, you know, management changes uh, with the Mavs. But, you know, once once that uh, specific article broke, everybody was like, ah, OK, well, maybe we uh, maybe we shouldn't believe everything that, that comes out. Uh, right. <laughs> or, uh, <laughs> maybe we should wait and verify first. But uh, yeah. But I mean, somebody somebody, <laughs> somebody got to be the bad guy. You feel me? And I feel like. A lot of the shit that's gonna happen to me, it happened because big God be knowing, like I can deal with it, you know. And I don't think it's a lot of people that won't be able to deal with that stuff. So somebody gotta be able to go through it. So people can be like, "Damn, if he did it, I did it. I can do it too," you know. Cause stuff like well, that don't make a, stuff like that don't make or break me. And this past season too, I kind of wanted to touch on this, you know. If something materializes in the in the next month, you know, it it, it probably be something similar to what you experienced with Portland last year. You know, they they brought you into training camp. You proved what you were capable of doing. Uh, they got you on the main roster, and then you know you were you were balling out as a starter there for a little bit when when Dame went out. So, I mean, you you've shown you still got it. I mean, what was that experience for you? You know, being able to fill in and uh you know not only just you know go to training camp but secure a spot and be able to you know display uh what you had last season i mean were were you fully healthy at that point or were you still you know kind of feeling the effects of that that ucl thing no nah, i was fully healthy at that time when i was hooping um so all right so i'm gonna give you a rundown of how last year went last year I had got a meniscus surgery in the summer. That ended my season with Detroit. I was having a pretty solid uh, season with Detroit while I was there. And then I had a meniscus tear, just random. It didn't even happen in game. I just woke up and my knee was swollen in L.A. Um, So I'm out. I go to the training camp with Portland, and I'm not even cleared. You know what I'm saying? Like, I wasn't even cleared to play basketball at that time. But I'm like, that's what I got to do. So I'm a hoop. I end up making the team. Um, and then I'm not, I'm like, I'm not even playing. I'm not getting minutes. And COVID start happening and injuries start happening. So it's like, well, guess what? You got to play 30. You got to play 35 today. Go from zero to playing 35 minutes, or whatever. My first game against Steph Curry on TV. <laughs> <laughs> so, so like, uh, we start playing the Chauncey. Like, welcome Chauncey, back. Like, yeah. Welcome back. Like Chauncey, like you guarding them good. Uh, he says, so I'm just going to match your minutes with Steph's. You know, so I go from not playing to uh, getting picked up full court by Gary Payton and then got to guard Steph on the other end. Uh, but it was fun, though. Like, I made the most of it. I was averaging, what, I want to say 16, 17, like six assists. And I was shooting above 50%. Yeah. Um, and that was and that was against the Celtics, the Nuggets, and the Warriors. This is a small sample size, but, I mean, shit, I can only do – I can only play the cards I was dealt, so. Yeah. You know, I made the most of it. And then um, we end up playing against the Lakers uh, and back healthy. You know, so me and him, uh, we real close off the court. So I knew us hooping together was going to flow smooth. We playing the Lakers. They got me guarding Brian the whole game. Well, really, I wasn't supposed to be guarding them, but we had we had one of the rooks on them. 
and I'm looking like, nah, I, I got him. Don't, don't even worry about it. Like, I got him. So we end up beating the Lakers. And that was a major game, you know, and the, the crowd was rocking and all that. Next day in practice, I get a steal. I go on a break and I, I windmill. And we, uh, you know, we in there just going at it and talking shit. And I felt a little something after that. I ain't paying no mind. I went and lifted weights. And then uh, the next morning, bro, I go in, I can't do anything. And they was like, yeah, you tore your UCL. You, know, <laughs> you tore half your UCL and strained your forearm in multiple places. Won't be able to play for the rest of the season. So that's how I ended up getting waived. But I, I fully believe if that didn't happen, I wouldn't we wouldn't even be having this conversation. Yeah, right yeah. Now. <laughs> he'd probably still be in Portland. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying? But things like that, it happened for a reason. I just don't know what it is yet, but that should have show. Well, I mean, look, yeah, resiliency is part of it. I mean, uh, any 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 player, well, not just any player, anybody who says that uh they haven't had to be resilient resilient in their careers is probably lying to you so i mean it, it's good that uh it's good that you've stuck with it it's good that you have a, a real positive attitude about all of this because i mean i see the vision i i, I see what you're i'm i see what you're seeing so yeah. i mean I, hopefully hopefully this all you know works itself out and we'll have you back on here at some point uh in the future and hopefully again you know it's with dallas but we, I, I can only do so much. I can't, I can't twist, twist their arms any more than I'm trying to. But I'm definitely trying. <laughs> yeah, nah, nah. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. I be seeing it, bro. And you know, we've been cool since whatever. You know what I mean? Uh, rookie. I miss, year. I miss seeing you in New Orleans, man. That's that. You know that. Yeah, that's what I used to see you at all the time. You pop up and get your interview and all that. Yeah, I remember <laughs> triple double game. I remember that. One of the last games, you know, that I was down there watching y'all in person was uh was that game that you know Luca passed it to you as you were going right down the middle of the three point line into the paint and you just jammed it on Julius Randle, I think it was. Yeah. And I the crowd that. just the whole the whole Pelicans crowd just went. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember but, that. <laughs> but. Look, man, I appreciate you taking some time to talk with me. It's always fun. Uh, it's been a long time since we've been able to do this. And like I said, hopefully, you know, we can uh, we can have it worked out to where you do this a lot more down the line if things, if things go the way I hope they do. So I really appreciate it, man. Thanks for joining me for a little bit. For sure, bro. I appreciate you having me. Yes, sir. You have a good one. We'll see you next time. Peace. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, the trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.